This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is episode 27. How do you stay positive in such a negative world? This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week, we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunities in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out in the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. I'm going to warn you, this is going to be the most unusual episode we've done yet, and it's going to be crazy. It's going to be completely different from anything else. It's completely unedited. It's unscripted. And it all started with one question. Before I unveil that, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm live on Facebook Live right now with the stream, and folks are asking questions as I'm answering them. And I started with one that I was asked the other day. You're probably going to hear dogs barking and more. This is going to be such a fun topic to tackle with you. How do you stay positive in such a negative world? So that was the question that somebody asked me. And man, I can't remember her name. If you're listening to this right now, I'm so sorry. Shoot me a message back because I owe you. This is for you. Matter of fact, inspired by um, one of my Facebook live stream episodes I did the other day, just hanging out on the back deck, having my coffee, Daisy running around in the background and um, just enjoying the morning. But the question she asked me was so powerful and it's something that I've struggled with personally myself. How do you stay positive in such a negative world when they're negative circumstances surrounding you externally, whether it be such negative things in the news. And, you know, these days, let's be honest, we have a 2016 election as we speak going on right now. Campaign is probably the most negative it's ever been. And um, day after day, we're bombarded with bad things happening to good people. Shootings, uh, police being shot and attacked. Um, A world just seems like it's upside down, especially if you're watching the news. And her question really was about that. You know, she wanted to stay informed. And I totally get this because that's kind of who I am and what I do when I've been in radio and worked in radio. And lately I've been doing a lot of fill in work, by the way. My buddy Brian Null watching on the live stream right now. What's up, buddy? Brian Null from the Blaze Radio Network. Got to give him a shout out. And and he's echoing the sentiment right now. I'll just tell you. By the way, feel free. As this is going on and you're hearing this podcast, we're doing this on Facebook Live. And you're watching this on Facebook Live right now. Go ahead and feel free. Write a question. If you, We can do a little Q&A here if you have a question. But I wanted to start with this. Um, how do you stay positive in a negative world? And the question was really centered around how do you stay informed? Because this person said, she said, I want to stay informed. I want to know what's going on in the world. Yet, I don't want it to consume me and eat me up whole. And boy, do I understand that feeling. Like I said, I've been doing some talk radio filling lately. You know, my story about four years ago. If you don't, I'll just kind of fill you in. But I was doing radio. I've been doing radio all my life, like 20 years, basically, last last 20 years or so ever since I was a kid I can remember that's what I wanted to do was radio right and so um I lost my dream job it eventually had turned into a nightmare um and I won't go into the full specifics but it it really it kind of launched me into a place 
where I wanted to be in a different position and I wanted to do some things differently in my life. I really had a, a been given a gift to think about life differently. And I think this is a gift that I, since I've been able to enjoy it myself, this is a gift that I want to share with other people. And here's what I mean. How would your life look like? What would it look like if you got to decide from scratch, from square one, what you wanted out of life and the kind of life that you wanted to create? Think of uh, like a, someone designing a house. If you were going to put the perfect blueprint together for your dream home, you would probably spend some time working on it, right? You'd probably spend some time thinking about that, right? If you're going to take a road trip across the country, you'd probably spend some time thinking about exactly the route that you wanted to take, the places that you wanted to visit, etc. right? Why don't we do that with our lives? Interesting question, right? I have been given this gift, and so now I, I really encourage other people to do the same thing and, and kind of think in terms of how they want their life, what they want their life to look like and how they would live it if they were to live it differently. So that's my challenge for you. And one of the challenges, one of the questions is I decided I no longer at one point wanted to live in a negative world, a mindset where I was always watching the news, especially when I was doing like the uh, reformed radio. I'm a reformed radio shock jack. So I was doing the morning zoo kind of thing. Right. And especially like, at that point, I, and if you got to think back, like I was watching TMZ, I was looking at all the gossip rag stuff and plugged into pop culture because I was on a um, on a top 40 kind of morning radio station. So I had to be plugged into stuff that I really didn't care about and this, the gossip, the stuff I really didn't really I didn't have any real interest in. And the older I got, the more I started looking into news. So when I made the switch and kind of started, uh, I, if, if you really go back to 2012, one of the first things that I looked into was like talk radio. And I just couldn't and I didn't really want to talk too much about politics in a very heavy way. Now I'm able to do it. And, and I'll touch on this a little bit later. But now I'm able to do it in a way uh, that doesn't drag me down, that doesn't bog me down, and then I don't get too, you know, I don't get offended. People don't get offended. Well, I can't control what other people do, whether or not they get offended. But completely different view. Now, if that's something that you would like to do is have control over your situation, no matter what it is. You want to stay positive. You want to be informed. But you want to still be in control of your life. You're in the right place. Because that's what I'm going to help you do today. So let's go back to like 2012, 2013, when I was first starting to kind of figure out this journey, figure out where exactly I was going to go, right? And what exactly I was going to do, because I knew that I didn't want to do radio necessarily full time, but it was all I ever knew is all I ever was really paid for. And so I dabbled. I looked at a little talk radio. I thought about doing that, right? And I thought to myself, well, maybe that's something that I should look at. Maybe that's something that I should dig into. And again, it was politics, much of it at the time, politics. And I felt it back in 2012, another election year. Here we are four years later, right? And I felt uh, how heavy things were then, 2012, even into 2013. I felt the anger in people. When I would hear them call up on the other end of the line, I'm very sensitive to that kind of thing. I'm very empathetic. And so I would feel that and hear that in their voices. And it just really took a toll on me. If you look at the news, if you watch CNN, if you watch any of these, um, Scotty is saying right now on Facebook, hey, I can't wait for the election to be over. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. Um, if you look at any of these news channels, you're going to be constantly bombarded with things that are designed to grab your attention and they are designed in a very specific way. So I want to take you a little bit behind the curtain right now so you can see a bit of how the sausage is made so you can understand. I don't know. Maybe this is something... Uh, maybe this is something that, um, some people will frown upon me doing. Maybe this is something that I won't really get, um, 
a lot of positive remarks from people in the industry on, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, because I feel like you need to understand whether it's the weather, whether it's news, whatever it be, right? The number one goal or even top 40 radio station, like a rock station or music station, right? Their number one goal is to build an audience, grab listeners, right? And entice those listeners to listen longer. Why? Because that equals ratings. The more people and the longer they listen equals your share and your rating. And based upon that rating is how you can attract advertisers. And that's how radio stations, that's how television networks, etc., even newspapers, websites. Now you see clickbait everywhere. Click this, click that, click this, click that, because the headlines are written so well that they just you have to know. Right. And that's how they make their money. Nothing against that. Nothing wrong with that. That's just the model. But somewhere along the line, we got off track. Somewhere along the line, I think people stopped realizing or they didn't realize that that's what the model really was. At first, they looked to news people. I think if you look at like Walter Cronkite, you go back to journalism, uh, journalists, if you go back in time, you're looking at people who are very trusted. You're looking at people who the American people really look towards every day to understand the world in a better way and understand the world from an objective point of view. Nowadays, completely different ballgame. So what do they do, by the way? What do they do to keep you listening longer and to hook you, build their audience and hook you and keep you listening longer? It's very scientific. And at the end of the day, it's very, very basic. And you might be a little surprised as I take you behind the curtain to show you a little bit about how the sausage is made. Okay. So that you can see what's happening to you personally. And when I start to tell you these things, trust me, you're going to start to notice this in your own life. You're going to start to notice it while you're watching television. You're going to start to notice it while you're listening to the radio, etc. Right. And these things are going to start clicking for you. You're going to start hearing things a little bit different. It's red pill, blue pill. You have to decide right now whether you want to take the red pill or blue pill. If you want to wake up and you want to hear some of the stuff, good, then Climb in, strap strap in, and uh, get ready to ignite. We're going to fire this thing up, and I'm going to give it to you straight. If not, unplug right now or plug back into the matrix, right? And just say, no, I don't want anything. I, I don't want to know this. I'd rather just be um, just ignorant, and that's bliss, and that's totally cool, too. See, I'm all about choices. That's what this show is all about, on purpose. That's what it's all about. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, I will. I'll unload all of this for you, okay? I'll unpack it, and I'll show you how the sausage is made. That's right after this. By the way, got a great newsletter, tips, tricks, inspiration to tell you how you can grow your business online and on purpose. Literally dozens of ways that you can create more freedom in your life at justinbarclay.com. Go on over, click my name, put in your email, and I'll send you all kinds of great stuff. This is On Purpose on on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. So red pill or blue pill, which one do you want? We're going to go behind the scenes. I'm going to show you how the sausage is made. We talked a little bit about the media and we talked a little bit about what drives any corporation. And this is not a bad thing. That just is what it is. This, the point of having any show, right? Any radio show, any television network, the point is to make a profit. And that model that actually 
is out there and has been out there for years now. The model that stands up is this simply this attract an audience, build an audience, offer that audience things. And those are the commercials. Right. And you offer advertisers chances to impact. Right. Um, Lisa, no, I can't. <laughs> Lisa just said, can you do the camera at a different when you I got to tell you, when we just popped on here, it was I was like, blah, blah, trying to move everything around. But we're live. And this is the good thing about getting like uh, the full you're getting the full Monty right now. You're getting behind the scenes. Maybe this is too much for you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is more than anybody really wants to see. But I'm taking you behind the scenes because I want you to know. I want you to see what's happening so that you can understand how you're being affected and you can allow the media to serve you. You can allow blogs. You can allow uh, radio stations. You can allow TV networks to serve you newspapers to serve you rather than serving them. Does that make sense? How does that happen? Well, Let's walk you behind the scenes to show you how the sausage is made very, very, very quickly, very easily. A big, a big component based upon how do you attract an audience and then how do you keep them listening longer? I'm going to use a word that I don't like to use. I'm going to use a word that most people, um, I think if they hear it, they might be offended by it. I'm going to use the F word. Fear. That's the number one way that they get you to listen longer. Curiosity plays a big role, but fear, I think, is probably the number one motivator for for most of us as humans, right? Um, fear of missing out, fear of the unknown, fear of what's going to happen next. Fear what happens if this person gets in office. Fear what happens when the storm comes our way. Right now, there are some hurricanes out in the in the in the Bahamas right now. They're, they possibly might make their way up into the Gulf, and that might. And I living in Florida for a while, I remembered that like two week period of time where they would start talking about these storms, and it would just be it, you would be inundated with this. And what that does is that just puts everyone on edge. Fear is a big motivator. Scotty on Facebook Live says controversy creates cash, too. Absolutely. That's a great way to draw attract to an attract an audience. But to keep them, you want to use fear. A, a lot of times it's either pain or pleasure that are motivating people. Right. So it's either fear. If you look at like the news and you look at, say, weather and things like that. Fear is what they do to kind of lock you and hook you. So that you're dependent upon them. The government uses this too. Authorities use this in a lot of way too. Uh, there's so many things out there to be afraid of. We must protect you. You need us around to protect you. Think about it, right? Um, pain and pleasure. A lot of people like to tune out when they get home and they don't even watch the news. But then are you informed? So the question that this came from, the, the, the Facebook Live question that this came from originally was, how do I stay informed? Yet, don't allow this stuff to consume me. Does that make sense? So I'm going to really start breaking it down for you and tell you how to stay positive in the negative world. I'm going to tell you some of the things that I've been doing and some of the things that I caught. So as somebody who was like really, I had to really be plugged in into the matrix. Because as I was doing a radio show, I mean, I really had to be on top of everything. I had to know, like, the, the I had to have it injected into my spinal column back here in my head, just like the movie, right? I wanted to know everything that was coming across so that I could talk about it, so I could have an opinion on it, and so that I could share it, right, on my show. Well, that started to have really take a toll on me. I started to really notice my state emotionally um, stressed out more. I started to notice that my state, like emotionally, I was just drained. And that was not the life that I wanted to live. 
It's one of the reasons I really kind of stepped away from talk radio altogether. Had every opportunity um, to do some really, I think, some really big shows and to um, to really step out and create a career in talk radio. But I decided I didn't want to talk about the negativity. I didn't want to talk about the anger. I just wanted to do things differently. And I didn't know if there was a market out there for that or not. I honestly thought to myself, I just wanted to encourage people. I don't know if you're hearing the dogs right now or not, but they're barking. They're going crazy. I just wanted to encourage people. And I wanted to do positive solution oriented talk radio. Cause that's the state that I wanted to stay in. So I did a couple of things. And one thing I would even recommend to you. It's as simple as turning everything off. So Thomas actually is a uh, shout out to my buddy, Thomas Bowman who's watching right now on Facebook live. Uh, Thomas is a great guy and he says, I turned off the news media years ago and have been less stressed ever since. And he makes a great point and it works. But for some people, you want to stay informed. You want to know what's happening right in the world. Yet at the same time, you don't want to be consumed by it. I totally get this. Maybe this won't work for you long term, but it may work for you short term. I went on a vacation I don't remember. I think it was probably about 2013 or 14. I went on a vacation with my wife, with Lizzie, and we went to an island, and uh, I unplugged. I decided at that moment for the weekend what I was going to do was just leave my phone at home. I was just going to completely unplug. No social media. Think about it, because you know what I've done is I've talked about TV networks I've talked about radio. I've talked about newspapers. I've talked about all these things. But what about Facebook? There's a lot of people watching right now on Facebook Live. Maybe podcast even is something that brings some negativity into your life. I'm not sure. But these things, right, all these technologies, they, they make the world a better place. At least they have the ability to. They're all tools at the end of the day. Just like fire. We can even say just like guns, right? It's not really the tool itself that does the damage it's who the tool is in the hands of and what that person decides to do with it because think about it fire can burn you right and we're taught to fear we're taught to respect fire at the end of the day from a very young age or fire can keep you warm it can provide the fuel in your furnace, right? It can provide um, the fuel to burn the gas in your car, et cetera, right? There's all kinds of things that we can actually benefit for, from fire with, right? Well, the media, and let's call it information, information, infotainment, entertainment, whatever, right? It's all about how you decide you're going to use these things or whether you're going to let them use you. Let me say that again, because that's very important. It's all about whether or not you're going to decide to use these things or whether or not you're going to let them use you. Cause like I said, they're all tools. Every single one of them can be a tool and they can accomplish great things or they can enslave you. You can become overcome with them. I understand I was the same way. But one of the things that I decided and I kind of found out when I, when I did this digital detox, and I, I'm going to tell you a little trick that a buddy of mine um, uses in just a moment here. But a digital detox, when I turned it all off that weekend, you, you'll just, you'll never understand. I mean, it's, it's like almost doing like a diet or a detox. And I tell you, like when I, I almost weighed 400 pounds at one point and I lost a lot of weight, I lost over a hundred pounds and I couldn't believe how good that I felt after, I mean, 12 weeks, I'd lost like 80 or 90 pounds. That was insane. 90 days eating clean, um, no alcohol, working out like almost every day. I couldn't believe the biggest thing that I think for me that, that, that made the difference when I lost that weight was how I couldn't believe how good I felt like not how good I felt, but also how bad I used to feel. I didn't realize how bad I felt. 
So right now, when you're inside of this, you may feel like you're consumed. You may feel like you're overwhelmed. You may feel like it's a, you're kind of in a fog, or you may not even realize it. So I'm going to challenge you. Take a break. Whether it's a weekend, whether it's a day, whatever it is, take a break from the social media. Take a break from the news. Take a break from whatever it is that you feel like is chaining you, holding you down. I promise you, the world will still be here when you come back. And you know what? Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be running smoothly. People like me, I had to learn that the hard way. You have an opportunity to learn this now. So I'll give you another great example. A buddy of mine, Eric Holkren, actually, he's one of the former guests of this podcast. Check him out. Uh, he's got two little kids and um, just a, just an awesome family. And one of the things that he and his wife decided to do, amongst others, they cut the cable, they cut the cord this this year, and they switched to um, you know Netflix and things like that. And they're finding that they're watching less TV. But the other thing is, when he gets home, and he's got a really kind of like um, he's like a marketing director, kind of a high powered sort of job, right? And so it's one of these jobs that can consume you. Believe me, I had one of those jobs in radio. It's one of those jobs you never turn off. You come home, you're always thinking about your what you're going to do next. You're always thinking about, well, you know, you're never you're you're really only as good as the last big thing that you did. So you're you're never really um, you're never really off unless you take time on purpose to intentionally be off. There we go again. There's a theme here popping up on purpose intentionally. So we're going to be very intentional about how we use our technology. We're going to be very intentional. We're going to use our, our media on purpose. And that's what Eric does. As a matter of fact, when he comes home and he's with his wife and his kids from a certain time to a certain time, and she has a very high, here are the dogs again on purpose. They're going crazy. I may edit this out in the podcast or I may just let it go depending upon how long they go. Nobody should ever try and rob my house because honestly, it just would be pointless. There's no way you're sneaking in. They probably heard a squirrel fart out there is what they heard. A squirrel fart. You heard me right. Shh. Hey. Shh. Shh. All right. You would think that I haven't fed them in like weeks, but they're good. Trust me. So every time, every night when Eric and his wife come home at the same time, they take their phones, right? And they put them in a drawer in the kitchen and they close the drawer and they're intentional. They set that rule because their values, their principles, they said, we want to spend time with our kids and we want to spend them without our heads down into our devices. There is he. Shh. Shh. I may have some dogs for sale if anyone's in the market. <laughs> if anyone would like a big yellow lab who is afraid of her own shadow, I have one I think I could part with. I don't know if you can hear them or not, but man, they're loud. Hey, no. Shh. And Lizzie's not home, so that's why they're like extra freaked out because they're probably thinking that any noise is her coming home. So I know it's crazy, isn't it, Sherry? So they're intentional about the time that they spend with their kids and how they're going to do it, what they're going to do, right? Michael, when I said I have a puppy, he says, not a puppy mill. I see when I have a dog for sale. Actually, I will pay you to take her. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, Randy's all in. This is awesome. So how can you do that in your own life? Just going to challenge you to think about that. Are there times when maybe you find yourself, you know, face down in the phone? I noticed this the other day. I was out in a field with some friends and they were working on a project 
And I was staring up into the sky and I was watching airplanes go by and I saw all kinds of crazy things. And they're looking at me like, yeah, keep seeing you. You're keep looking up. What are you looking at? I said, man, there's so many airplanes that have crossed by here. It's crazy. They're all looking down into their phone and I'm looking up into the sky. And it's something that I noticed. I think that we just don't look up enough anymore. And I don't just mean to the sky because how much are we missing? I don't think we look at each other in the eye. I don't think we smile at each other. On the street, I mean, even in elevators, and I'm guilty of it too, riding up in an elevator this morning uh, to do the radio show. I'm looking up at the at the numbers clicking, and I look over at the other person. They've got their face in the phone, and it kind of triggered me to grab my phone. And I was just looking at the phone, like, what time is it? And then I have to go through, and you, I don't know if you're like me, but do you ever do that thing where you make the round in your phone? Like, okay, I'm going to check Facebook, and then I'll check Twitter, and then I'll check Instagram, and then I'll check my email, and then I'll check this, and I'll check that, and then I'm going to check this other thing, and I'm going to go over here and check that. And once you go through, right, and you get all that kind of like, bing, 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 all these neurons firing off in your brain, the synapses going, and a dopamine dropping, ha, 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 it's like a video game, and you're just, oh, by the way, the video for that was probably priceless there on Facebook. But, um, yeah, the Pokemon. Co- hey, you know what's so, so funny, Drew? I, I saw somebody do this, do the exact same. I mean, I never thought this person would be into Pokemon, but she was riding the elevator. She gets off. She walked around and completely lost. And in a daze, the, listen, the walking dead are amongst us. The zombies are here right now. They're playing Pokemon. I never got into it. But it's the truth. And I think we're all guilty in some different level. And I just talked about the dopamine. So that's part of what happens when we're seeking pleasure and we're running away from pain. That's the entertainment, the thing that we're checking out of reality with, right? Um, We see a lot of people doing this, sitting on the couch, plopping down hours and hours. And I, hey, listen, props to you for being on here tonight. But chances are, and I'm just going to do a little... I'm just going to do it. It's about it's prime time right now when I'm recording this. How many people who are watching the stream and we've got a good number of people watching this on Facebook Live right now. How many people are actually using their phone as their second screen or their third screen? In other words, you're watching TV or there's something else going on right now and you're just kind of following along or you're watching this while there's like a ball game on or while something else is going on. Anybody else that's watching TV or doing something else right now? I'll wait for the answers as I take a sip here. A very unique podcast. I don't think we've ever done it this way. And I'm going to leave the dog edits in. I'm not going to edit those out either. Just so you can be 100% behind the scenes with me this, this week. Anyway, this is what. This is what folks do. By the way, we're starting to get me, me, me. Yes, everyone else is. So, so see, remember when it was when it was like we were fine just to watch television, right? Like that's the thing that took and and like right, just like or sit. This was back. Go back to radio days, right? This is when the people would like gather around in front of the radio and they would just devote their all of their attention to it. Um, Oh, thanks, Randy. He just made my house a pokey stop. I appreciate that, man. Nowadays, people are so divided in so many different ways. Thinking about that. So divided in so many different ways that chances are they're not getting the full message of whatever it is. So that's another thing to think about. I mentioned, as I talked about, the key to being, you know, really staying positive, being happy, especially in such a negative world. I really talked about the key to this whole thing. Um, Coming up in a little bit, I'm going to give you that key. But I talked about how you can start to realize whether or not the things that you're consuming are consuming you. In other words, is that TV network that you've got going 24-7 really consuming you, right? Is it eating you up alive whole? That talk radio program that you're listening to, is it eating you up whole, right? I've talked about digital detoxes with your phone. Here's how to find out. Quick question. After you watch something, after you consume it, how do you feel? Ask yourself, how do you feel? Like, how do I feel? 
Like, how do I feel after I listen to this? How do I feel after I watch this? When I talked about fear being such a big motivator with with television and media, et cetera, earlier, I didn't really go into the scientific nature of it, but it's it's fight or flight. Your endorphins start going. Uh, your hormones start reacting on a completely different level. Um, there's some major chemical things that happen in the brain that happen in the body and you can become addicted to these things. Um, it's adrenaline that starts pumping and you know, you've heard of like adrenaline junkies, people that go out and bungee jump or skydive or stuff like that. Well, people are getting this stuff dropped into their system every single day. Facebook has become absolutely, um, just genius with how they have designed their platform so that you are constantly getting these chemicals dropped into your brain. So you have to ask yourself, how do I feel? How do I feel? How do I feel after I've consumed this? How do I feel after I've gone through this? How do I feel? That's a key. That's a really big key to kind of identifying really, right? Think about this, identifying whether or not there go the dogs again. So it's, I've got a little dog. She's like the, well, I'll just kind of break the dogs for you. And I may have to see if I can get them under control here in a second. But the little dog is Winnie, and she's like the guard dog. She runs the house, too, but she notices. She's got these big ears, so she notices every sound in the entire world. And that's probably then she alerts Daisy, who goes off and goes nuts. And she freaks out, and she's the big dog, and then she freaks out at our other big dog, and they all just get going in a whole circus. So it's like an entire alarm system, and I can sell you all three for the low, low price if I'll actually pay you to take them for me. (laughs) And you're probably wondering, like, how do I get them to not be this way during the day? Well, during the day, they actually sleep a lot, and when I'm doing these podcasts or these interviews, they really don't make a lot of noise. So tonight, it's just because I'm doing this live and I'm not recording or I'm recording this um, straight and I'm not going to edit any of this for the podcast other than when I'm taking breaks. Speaking of a break, I'm going to take one right now because coming up next, I'm going to tell you a key to how you can stay positive. I'm telling you the thing that keeps me positive in a negative world, the, the, the one factor, and it will do wonders for you. Again, all because of that question that I was asked. If you have a question, Justin at JustinBarkley.com. Feel free to ask it. You can email anytime. And folks that are watching right now on the live stream, go ahead and drop a question in because I will get to your questions. We'll do some Q&A here, too. And I got plenty to actually go through some with some of the stream here. So we'll go through those when I come back and give you the key to staying positive in such a negative world. Hey, thanks for bearing with me, by the way, in this completely different off the rails episode of On Purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. So what's the key to staying positive in such a negative world? Can you really decide how you want to feel and then really feel that way? Absolutely. And for me, at least I'll tell you based upon my experience in the last four years, for me, what's really worked for me is one simple strategy, and it's all about this rock. Well, this rock is recent anyway. And if you can't see it on the podcast, I'm actually holding up on Facebook Live on the video right now a little rock. It's a Petoskey stone. It's a stone that's famous in the state of Michigan. And this Petoskey stone is a very smooth, kind of polished rock. And I keep this rock in my pocket. A guy by the name of Michael Hyatt, he's an author, he's a blogger, and uh, got a podcast himself, uh, wrote a blog not too long ago about 
his rock that he kept in his pocket. And man, it really inspired me to grab a rock for myself so that I could do the same thing. See, this is not just any rock. This is a gratitude rock. And gratitude is the single thing that has kept me positive. And a lot of people ask me, how are you so happy? That's so weird. How can you be so happy? I don't understand it. I mean, you, you know, you're always got a smile on your face. You're always so happy. And usually they kind of like are accusing me as they're saying this <laughs> or like looking at me like I have like two heads or something like what's going on there. And really it's about my focus. It's about what I'm focused on in life. See, just like a camera, what you focus on develops. Your brain is like a Polaroid camera. So shake it like a Polaroid picture, right? What you focus on develops. And one of the things that I realized over the last four years, especially, is that I was focusing on the wrong things. Think about it. All the negativity in the world, what's going wrong in the world, how we're possibly going to die. There's an earthquake. There's a forest fire. There's tornadoes touching down. The campaign's going on, and oh my gosh, if this person gets elected, especially if you think about this year, right? But if this person elect gets elected, then it's over. And the truth is, I think it was Dave Ramsey who said this, but if you worry more, you'd be in better shape if you worry more about what happens in your house than who's in the White House, right? Like th That's the truth, and I'm paraphrasing that quote. Truly, you have more power in your own life to affect change immediately, now, and today then anybody else has power over you in your life. You're the, you're the one, right? And so you can decide how you want to feel. And for me, that was good. For me, that was upbeat. For me, that was happy. For me, that was alive. For me, that was, you know, significant. Those are all some of the things that I wanted to feel, right? Go back four years. So if you want to feel that way, how can you feel that way? Ask yourself that question. How can you feel happy? How can you feel the way that you want to feel? If you want to be more positive, how can you feel and be, actually be more positive in your life? What are the things that you can do? How can you shift your focus in an instant? Well, this rock helps me. I carry this around. And anytime I carry this rock in my pocket, anytime I reach down, right? Sherry says it kind of looks like a chocolate chip cookie. It is kind of with the chocolate chips on there. The Petoskey stone is kind of uh, funky like that, right? But anytime I reach down and I feel this, I immediately, my mind immediately shifts because I form this new habit now, right? I've been intentional about that. I've been intentional about forming this new habit. How can I reach down, touch this rock? And you can too. I mean, grab a rock, grab anything. It could be a coin. It could be any object in your house, reach down, touch it, and immediately my mind shifts back to what I'm grateful for. See, when you focus on the things that are going right in your life and you focus on all the good in your life, because I believe there actually is way more good than bad that's happening in the world, and especially in your life, there's so much more abundance. When we have fear, we're in this fear mindset that, 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 every, that, that, that there's not enough, uh, that everything is in lack and that's kind of a poverty mindset. We don't have this abundant thought that there is abundance around us. Let me ask you a question. If you're watching me on Facebook Live right now, and I think we talked about this before, but if you're listening to me on the podcast and you have the technology and the wherewithal to pick up the voice, the electronic signals that are happening right now, you, chances are you've got it pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like life is pretty stinking good. You're not living in a hut. You don't have to worry about getting malaria from mosquitoes or drinking water that's going to give you dysentery. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about being chased by a lion at the end of the day and eaten. Life is pretty good. So nothing gets to me anymore. Even those dogs that were just barking a moment ago, okay, it was kind of funny, but at the end of the day, they didn't really bother me. Because if that's the worst that happens, I think I'm going to be all right. One of the things that I do along with this rock is I start every day intentionally with a little tool that I use. It's called the five minute journal. You probably heard me talking about it. You can go to justinbarclay.com slash journal and check it out. But the five minute journal is very simply a tool that helps you focus on the right things in your life. It's a tool that really helped me build the habit of gratitude. 
Uh, and I don't make any money for these things. Uh, I just really love them. And the people that put these, the guys that put these together, uh, did an amazing job and it's changed my life. So check those out. But uh, five minute journal asks you a couple of things in the morning. One of the things that asked you is what are you most grateful for right now? And you're supposed to fill this out, by the way, in the beginning, in the beginning of your day, you start your day, you're supposed to fill it out right away. What are, what are like, what are the three things you're most grateful for right now? So I'll challenge you. If you're listening on Facebook live, you're watching this. What are you most grateful for right now? I also fill this out at the end of the day and it asks similar questions. The other thing it asks is like, what are you looking forward to most? Like what would make today amazing? You see what starts to happen is you start to train your brain to think about the things that are good, the things that you want in your life, the things that you really want to see more of, right? And your, your mind starts to focus on something completely different. Instead of what you don't want, all those things that you're afraid of, the media wants you to fear. Instead of focusing on those, because you will get more of those, it's a scientific fact, and I've talked about this, but what you focus on, you get, and, and it's all based on this. If you want to really look at the body and the mind, it's a reticular activating system. There go with the dogs again. I was just focusing on the dogs earlier. Remember, I was like, oh, those dogs barking, and here they are again. So I'll just ignore them, and maybe they'll go away. Or maybe Randy will come by and pick these dogs up. <laughs> but what you focus on, you find. The reticular activating system. Look that up on Google. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll love the... Uh, the interesting thought about how really what you focus on, you'll see more and more in your life. It's all about pattern recognition. And it's, uh, it's something that's, it, I think is, is part of our base of who we uh, kind of like, um, evolved to become as humans. And it's, it's what kept us alive. Fear plays a big role. Matter of fact, there's a book I have on my desk right now called the gift of fear by Gavin De Becker. And this is the gift of fear and other survival signals that protect us from violence. So there's an interesting book. Tony Robbins talks about fear in some ways where he says that fear is just feedback. Failure is feedback. These things are just signs. They're signals. It's information. It's how you process and how you decide to assign stories or assign meaning to that information. Right. That makes the big difference. So I don't want to get too deep into that. But start focusing on different things, and you'll get different things. That's how you can stay more positive in your life. Gratitude is the number one key factor that's contributing to my happiness in my life. It's because I'm happy because I focus on completely different things. Instead of focusing on what I don't have, I focus on what I do have. And I don't know if I told you this story, but I told it the other day. We found ourselves without power when we got home. We had brought food home. We were going to sit down at the table and we we're going to eat. And Lizzie <laughs> had to light candles and we could have complained. We could have whined. We could have moaned. But instead, we sat down with our food at the table. And instead of seeing like a disaster moment, you know, like we're out of power. This is a really sketchy time, right? <laughs> we looked at it completely different. It was a candlelight, romantic candlelight dinner. It could be one or two things. And you, the truth is, you always have the power. The difference is when we watch the news, when we get consumed by these things that we think we have control over at times, the difference is, is we aren't approaching it intentionally. We're not approaching it on purpose. So a couple of big keys here. How do you stay so positive in the negative world? You got to start with how do you want to feel just to kind of wrap this up? How do you want to feel and then start taking those steps to get there? Right. Gratitude is so important. Focusing on the right things, asking yourself, how do I feel when I listen to this show or I watch this? How do I feel? Those are big key contributors. And those are some things that you can do immediately right now. I'm telling you right now, you can do these things. Take out a piece of paper and write down what are the three things that I'm most grateful for right now in my life. It could be something as simple. And I do this in the morning and really sit and think about it and feel it and like really contemplate. It could be something as simple as my dogs. And I really, my dogs are 
a big focus of what I'm grateful for a lot of times. Maybe not tonight as much, but you know, I really, I really do. I write that down in my journal in the morning a lot of times because my job, my dogs bring me so much joy. They're like members of the family. You know what I mean? As much as I'd love to give them to Randy, who's watching on Facebook live right now is, is willing to come pick them up. <laughs> I can never part with them. You know, they're like our babies. It's crazy, right? Drew says things that he's thankful for family, air in my lungs and a quiet dog, right? Exactly. Drew, man, you hit it. Family, quiet turtles and Jesus. Michael says, amen, brother. I feel you all the way there. Somewhere in Sudan, there's a child sacking down a mud puddle. You have it 100% right. See, this is, this is what I'm getting at. Someone always has it worse, but do they know that they have it worse? Chances are they have it worse. And yet, They've got a smile on their face. That's the real kicker. So I'll take some questions and answers. I'm going to take a quick break. Again, VIP all access newsletter at justinbarclay.com. Literally tips, tricks, inspiration to help you build your business online and on purpose. And you can create dozens of ways. You can create more freedom in your life and be happy. That's what it's all about, right? Stop doing all the garbage, all the junk that makes you unhappy. A lot of it, you probably don't even realize extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes this is on purpose with justin barclay on the blaze radio network don't miss the morning blaze with doc and skip he called us last night and he said i think i'm dying he told us the symptoms he says i have uncontrollable running diarrhea i keep vomiting and i have an extremely high fever symptoms of the zika virus isn't that also symptoms of eating it hot and ready yes this is also the symptoms of the norovirus or something we call the flu the morning blaze with doc and skip weekday morning six to nine eastern on the blaze radio network Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. All is quiet. Not a creature was stirring, not even the three dogs that I have that are outside the door right now waiting to bark. All right, so the coast is clear. (laughs) I want to just go to some of these questions, some of these comments on my Facebook Live, as you know broadcasting this podcast recording tonight the on purpose podcast justinbarclay.com slash podcast is where you can find it and erica says uh, on facebook live following politics really makes me feel completely helpful helpless as an individual man i really hear that erica and i understand what you're saying i completely feel you and i want to tell you that I felt that same way before and the crushing part of this, the sad part of this is I believe that's how it's designed to make you feel. There are a lot of people that feel powerless right now. I took a trip to Washington, DC. I'd never been, I went to the East coast this, this spring and got a chance to visit with some really good friends of mine and, my first trip to the East Coast, I went to New York City, I went through uh, Gettysburg, and I was so blessed to just be able to have the time and the freedom to go do those things and see things. And I said, I'm out here. I'm going to go see D.C. I've never been there. I saw Times Square. Um, we saw where like they do the Today Show, Rockefeller Center. They filmed the, t- the Tonight Show, SNL, all those things, right? And I said, you know, I'm going to go see D.C. I've always wanted to see it. Well, I'm driving along and I got off the highway at one point to get some coffee and my GPS rerouted. And so it started taking me instead of on the highway, it took me like on these back roads through Washington, D.C. And all of a sudden it starts saying, well, the the White House, I mean, I'm going, I start seeing like things changing from like bad neighborhood to all of a sudden like. Like, really nice, like, brownstone kind of, like, you know, million-dollar homes. Like, wow, this is, I'm in the city now. Over just, like, in a blink of an eye, it switches. And then all of a sudden, I see up on the map, like, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the White House is on your left, basically. Wow, really? So I look over. 
I understand. Wow, there I am. So I start to drive around. I kind of notice these things. And I, I wanted to see Capitol Hill. And I did spend a lot of time there. I didn't spend the whole day there, but I just kind of drove through. But I went past the Supreme Court building. And I didn't even realize it. Let me say that again. I went past the Supreme Court building and I didn't even realize it. The one thing that I could tell you about New York City, Manhattan, everything was closer than I thought it was. And the one thing I can tell you about D.C. is everything was smaller than it looks on television. I didn't realize that, that I passed the Supreme Court because every picture that you see of the Supreme Court that's printed in a magazine, that's shown on television, is shot from an angle, a photographer angle, from the ground shooting up. Why? What does that accomplish? It makes the buildings look towering. It makes them look palatial. In my mind, it makes them look out of touch. So when you say that following politics really makes you feel completely helpless as an individual, I'm telling you, I believe that's the name of the game. I believe they're doing that on purpose. Because the more out of touch you feel, Erica, the more out of, like, you don't matter. Like, there's nothing that you can do. And at the end of the day, we've got a government for, of the people, for the people, and by the people. That's what this whole government was formed on. That's why we have our freedoms. But if you don't understand the system and you don't know, and that's why I think it's, it's important for us to stay informed so that we can make intelligent decisions. Because at the end of the day, you get the government that you deserve. Yet also don't let it consume you. I think it's designed to make us feel like it's out of touch. And so many Americans don't have time. We just don't feel like we have the time. We don't have the energy to deal with any of it. And I believe that as you just stated, that's exactly how it's designed. Whew. How about that one? How does that make you feel if you're watching this right now or if you're listening? <sighs> well, you know what I'm saying? Drew says, I guess my big question is how a guy like yourself got in contact with Glenn and the Blaze to do your podcast. I really enjoy your perspective, and it's nice finding a guy from the Midwest contributing to the Blaze. Well, Drew, every and this is this is great for anybody building a business or anybody um, trying to start over. or You want to do something different in your life, no matter whether it's a home business, a blog, a book, anything. And I was actually sitting down having coffee with somebody today and talking about this very subject. Any job that I ever got from. Oh, even like from the beginning of my radio career. And I started when I was in high school, but any job that I ever got always came through a relationship. It was all about relationships. One leads to the other. And I'll tell you, you may not realize it now, but you're in the middle of it. When you do look back, Steve Jobs says, you know, he, he, he always used to say, and then he, in that Stanford commencement speech, he gave talks about the, the looking back and that the dots connect. They will. They always will. Drew, it's all about who you know. Now you know me. So, like, we're always six degrees of separation. You know, you're probably six degrees from Oprah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could probably, if, if I had to pick up the phone and get Oprah on the phone line, this is the truth. If my life depended on it and I was going to die, I could probably get her on the phone. And I believe you could, too. If you were going to die, or Oprah, you know, or... Or Oprah's on the line. Like, she's the only one. She has the... Let's just say there's... You know, you've got some disease, and she's got... The, Oprah's got the cure in her in her purse. <laughs> you know, you got to get her on the phone. I believe you could get her on the phone. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely believe that. I truly believe that. I, I think we could... we Especially with technology and how much everything's so intertwined these days. It's so true. And relationships are key. They are so key. So that's, that's, that's what I say. Mark Gleason says, fear welcomes worry. Real news will find you anyway. Read more, relate more, personal improvement. Great message, Mark. I really appreciate that. Um, there's room for news just on the positive side. Break it down and give hope. Mike says uh, that, and that's true. I think there's a lot of times in the news we can break down to what we need to hear and, and, 
cut away, strip away some of the editorial stuff of it, because I think a lot of that, a lot of that is designed to keep us, you know, sort of, you know, locked in fear. You know, that's what a lot of it is. Sherry says, I do look up all the time to the sky, but no one talks to anyone face to face anymore because these phones, we seem to have lost contact with each other. And I'm sure that somebody's listening to this right now on the podcast and probably get the earbuds in. I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. I understand. I understand how it works, man. I mean, at times I just want to plug in. I say unplug, but plug in, right? I just want to forget about it all. And I think there's times when that's appropriate. Just as long as what you're consuming isn't consuming you. Here's another great question. How do we help stop the hate in our country on both sides? Hold on. You want me to tackle this now? (laughs) This is such a tough question. It's a big question. It's a meaty question. You want me to tackle this now? So many are full of vitriol toward their fellow Americans. That is probably what beats me down the most every day. We can't even agree to disagree anymore. And that is by design, by the way. Yes, we can't agree to disagree anymore because it used to be, you know, the quote, and I would love, I love this quote. This is the greatest quote ever. I love this. You'd be having a conversation with somebody and you disagree with somebody and you could just say, well, it's free country, free country. Yeah. You know what? I understand what you're saying, but you know, it's free country. You can't do that anymore. You know why? Hang on. Uh, Yep. It's right here. Next to another book I have on my bookshelf, The Art of War, next to that book is this book, and it's called Rules for Radicals, and it's by a guy named Saul Alinsky. I won't get into it, but uh, I won't get into it all, but you can do some research on this guy. Uh... But he is probably the number one influence for for politicians and for politics these days. Rules for radicals. By the way, no joke. This this book is the book. If you want to kind of pick it up and figure out like what's happening these days, what's going on in the world, why we're there. This is the book. This is the book that you want to pick out because it will tell you everything because we're no longer able to just agree to, to disagree. We're, we're no, it's no longer just a free country because if I disagree with you, that makes you wrong and me right. And I hate you and I have to villainize you and I have to make you the enemy. So... Just to kind of, and I, I'm just throwing kind of like the, just, just kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna give you the foundation there. It's because we can't be human anymore. That's that's why we're at the the where we're at. And if I can say this, the one thing I'll say is this: we have to stop demonizing each other. We have to stop vilifying each other. And that goes for everybody on all sides. And the thing that I do believe, the bottom of my heart, is you said, how do we stop the how do we stop the hate in our country? There is only one thing that can stop the hate in our country, and that's love. And it's sharing love on a daily basis, and it stops with putting the phone down or starts with putting the phone down. It starts with turning off the news for a little bit. It starts with spending some time with your friends, with your family, with the average everyday people. And it starts with you. You get the government you deserve. That's just how it works. And if we go back and we look at just, just imagine I said hi to a neighbor today, but how many uh, of us, you know, if you're listening to this right now, you're watching on Facebook live. How, how many of your neighbors do you know who knew, know who they are, know their names, and, and when was the last time you talked to them? Just curious. We don't. We don't talk to our neighbors anymore. They took away the, the front porch. 
back in about 1950-something. These brothers developed this uh, subdivision, I think it was in Long Island, and they took away the front porches to save a little bit of money uh, developing this subdivision. And it, it, it single-handedly, I think, led to the downfall. It was one of the things that led to the downfall of this country. Used to be the folks used to sit out on the front porch, have a glass of lemonade, have a glass of iced tea, right? And they used to watch the neighbors come by, say hi to them. Everyone knew what was going on. You were up on all the gossip or you were up on all the news in the neighborhood because you were you were in contact. You were in touch with folks. You could read the newspaper and you could have intelligent conversations with each other. I got to tell you, I long for those days. I really wish, and I do believe that they can come back because I'm willing to discuss almost anything with you if you're willing to discuss almost anything with me and we can have uh, a conversation with each other without hating each other. I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm always open to those things. And I think that's the mark of a, of a, of a good society. I think that's a mark of you know, what make this country great. Free country, after all, right? That's going to do it for us today, guys. I, uh, Man, I really appreciate you being here. And this is, uh, this is one for the record books. Dog Barks and All, live on Facebook. This has been one of the, uh, the most fun times I've had doing this. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Uh, uh, I don't know how much of this, because the Facebook Live is fun, but the dogs... I don't know. Randy might have to come get these dogs at some point. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but yeah, we'll do it again next week. Another great interview for you, uh, lined up and ready to go. Appreciate you. If you like this podcast, if this is your first time listening to it, go back and check out some of the other really great episodes. Some amazing folks. We've been so lucky to have an interview on this podcast. Check it out. Justinbarkley.com slash podcast. Go back and look at them. Check out the archives. Um, again, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while and you're digging it and you're enjoying it, please consider giving us a rating. JustinBarkley.com slash podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a review and it helps us in iTunes and helps us spread the word. We appreciate it. More VIP all access with the newsletter at JustinBarkley.com. So until next time, cheers to you and your life on purpose. You know, packed inside a precious soul.